When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Poor Arizona Coyotes fans, both of you, I'm very sorry. I got worked up yesterday. It happens sometimes, but today I have someone who's much more normal and, you know, intellectual when it comes over to sports to keep me in line. Courtney Cronin here on Canty and Carlin. I'm Matt Jones. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. If you hear in the background, I am at a high school basketball tournament. All across America today, there are high school basketball tournaments, holiday tournaments. I am here at Lexington Catholic High School in Lexington, and Lexington Catholic, the home school, is about to play. Courtney, you used to cover high school sports. You love this time of year when everybody gets into gyms and sees the future of basketball. Oh, for sure. I mean, this is a good time if you're a fan of any sort of college basketball team to go to one of these tournaments and watch your recruits play. I mean, we're in the NIL era, Matt. This is this is free game for everybody. Start working those deals up and see what <laughs> you're right. be paying for. Just go ahead and sign a deal right now if you're one of these. Uh, they can, do it. They can do it at halftime. That's exactly right. If a lot of there's a lot of high schools now, high school state athletic associations where you can do NIL deals. So why not go ahead and do it? But we were talking in the first hour a lot about the NFL and specifically about Sean Payton's future and Jeremy Fowler. He joined us, and here's what he had to say. The Saints are ready to do a trade. That, you know, they still own his rights, so that's kind of how this would have to go. You'd have to, to, to swap draft picks for his rights uh, or, you know, whatever New Orleans is trying to get. I'm sure, you know, they like a first-round pick this year or this coming year because they gave it up. They'd love to recoup that somehow. Um, you know, Bruce Arians, when he left Arizona for the Bucks. Arizona still owned his rights, and they ended up just swapping late-round picks. So there's a lot of different ways to do it, and it should be pretty easy, especially if the team is motivated to get something done with Peyton. You know, the bigger obstacle could be the money he'll want to command. We're, you know, we're talking 15 to $20 million a year most likely. That was the thing that, that just shocked me, Courtney. The bigger obstacle is the money, 15 to $20 million a year. Of course, I spend a lot of time in college football, and there the top coaches make 10 11 15 to 20 sounded like a lot. And then I realized looking around, it's hard to find what NFL coaches make. If you right now try to Google what NFL coaches make, you're going to get websites that have vastly different sums of money. Some say Bill Belichick makes $20 million. Some says he makes $12 million. So whatever that is, do you think Sean Payton would be worth 15 to $20 million for an NFL franchise next year? Not if you're giving up a first-round draft pick in the process, which we know and what Jeremy laid out there, Matt, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be swapping picks, and then the new team's going to have to pony up quite a bit of cash for Sean Payton. And I don't feel like Sean Payton's going anywhere that he can't pick who his quarterback is going to be or at least have you know some say in, in either orchestrating a trade or what have you. So then there's that cost that you have to factor in. And 
NFL coaches, like the, the frustrating thing for someone who covers the NFL for ESPN, you can never find this information unless you're getting it directly from an agent. And for whatever reason, you know how agents want to, you know, boast about the sort of deals that they get for their NFL players, NBA players, but are typically in the NFL because they love giving you the full deal without actually letting you get into the weeds about the guarantees most time to make the deal look better than it is. It's not the same for whatever reason for NFL coaches because these are hard. There's no database for this. There's no SPO track. There's no over the cap. There's no roster management system, which are three that I use to you know make sure you know when we were talking about Russell Wilson's contract earlier, we're getting that right directly from roster management. It's a nice little breakdown that tells you exactly what he's earning every single year, what the dead cap is, all of those things. There's no salary cap that applies to coaches, so I feel like that's why that information is not regulated through anyone. There's no NFLPA for coaches where all this information goes through, and that's why it's harder to find. But when you do find it, or at least when you hear what's reported that some of these head coaches are making in the NFL, it it, it doesn't surprise me that Sean Payton can kind of name his price to go wherever he wants next year. Well, let me ask you this. Do you agree with this? And I was thinking about this during, during the, a few minutes ago. I think that probably more than any other sport – football is the sport where the coach matters the most. As a matter of fact, I was thinking, all right, let's do the four major pro sports and the two college sports. Uh, which sports do you think, how do you, would you rank how important the coaches are? I would actually say college football is number one. I think the difference between having a great coach in college football and, and any other sports that most important, NFL maybe second, college basketball third, and then it becomes a little more dicey because I think in the NBA, hockey – and baseball, if you don't have the players, it doesn't matter how good the coach is. Where would you say about that? I mean, I like your rankings with college football, NFL, and then college basketball, one through three. I think after there, it's a toss-up because in the NBA, <laughs> there's plenty of times. you don't have it, you, you don't can, have it, you know. Well, and there's also plenty of times, though, that you can point to coaching mistakes or coaching successes as to why a team was put in a great situation to, to, to succeed. And also, I mean, like, to that point, like Steve Kerr, when coach of the year however many times in the situation that he's in with the Warriors would people give him as much credit if he was doing it for a team like the Orlando Magic I don't know like I mean you got to take a look at the caliber of players that you have but when it's the ultimate team game like football is and I'm not saying anything about baseball or hockey or that those are individual sports because they're not but you need to have a well a well-timed orchestra playing on the same key in the same tone if you are an NFL or a college football coach because you can't overcome the mistakes for 10 other guys if you're one player that's doing it wrong so yeah I do think that that has to that comes into play and certainly when we look at the NFL talent trumps a lot of things but take a look at the case of Trevor Lawrence this year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I think I mean, it's huge, yeah. That's, the that's, that's the, the poster child of, hey, coaching matters and being in the right situation with the right coach who can not only galvanize you like Kirk Cousins is getting from Kevin O'Connell this year, look at how successful he's been this season, but for a young player like a Trevor Lawrence and how successful he's been in year two getting his team on the verge of the playoffs right now as the four seed in the AFC South, like coaching has a lot to do with that, which is why when it comes to Sean Payton, Wherever he goes, I think that, I mean, you're obviously looking at a place that has a vacancy for a head coach and a quarterback because you team those two up, that's what you're paying for, somebody who can help take this offense and whatever the quarterback situation is to the next level. 
I, I would also I would say of all the sports, to me the one where the coach makes the least difference is actually the NBA because we see dudes come in like Larry Bird when he was with the Pacers, and it looked like he was half asleep and the Pacers were still in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think, like, you, to me, if you, don't have the, if you don't have the players in the NBA, it doesn't matter. But I'm with you on the NFL. And there were a lot of reports last year or a couple years ago that Sean Payton and Tom Brady might end up on the same team. So the NFL even stripped the Dolphins of a draft pick and fined the team for tampering with Brady. So here's a question for you, and we should think about this during, during our little time off here. If Peyton and Brady came together, what team would it make sense for Sean Peyton and Tom Brady to come together with? Would it be the Cardinals? Would it be the Titans? Our producer has a case for a team that I think is ridiculous, but he is so excited, Courtney, to make it that he literally started the pre-show meeting today asking when he could make this case. So we are going to let him make that case and figure out where would Tom Brady and Sean Payton go together where it makes the most sense. That's next here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here. ESPN Radio, Matt Jones and Courtney Cronin. You can give us a shout out to Dr. Pepper call in line 888-SAY-ESPN. We were talking before the break about Sean Payton asking for 15 to 20 million to be the coach for an NFL team and which team would it make sense, which of course also got us to think about last year when there was some talk of Sean Payton and Tom Brady being a twosome that could go together. The Dolphins even looked into it. Now, Courtney, Evan is our producer, and he, I think, I think he's one of these people that likes to dream. Like he probably like Watch, likes to watch fantasy television shows because he has a, do, a, a place, a landing spot for Sean Payton and Tom Brady that he thinks makes the most sense. And, Evan, I want you to comment, and then, Courtney, I already know what he's going to say, so I'll let you respond. But go ahead, Evan. 
Yeah, I think it's New England, and I think it makes a ton of sense. Listen, I, I live up in New England here in Bristol. I see Patriots fans already turning on Bill Belichick. They're going to get close to turning on Robert Kraft if this continues down the road it's continuing down. Robert Kraft wants Tom Brady to retire a Patriot. I think deep down there's a place where Robert Kraft would do anything to get Tom Brady to retire a New England Patriot. So it's easy. You fire Bill Belichick. You say, we've moved on from Bill because of the lack of offense, because he put Matt Patricia as an offensive coordinator. You fire Belichick. Then you got to replace Belichick as both GM and head coach. Who does that? Sean Payton. Who brings Sean Payton back? Tom Brady. Tom Brady comes back to New England with Sean Payton as a package deal and retires a New England Patriot. You know, I don't hate the idea for a multitude of reasons. I really don't. And I have to think about the first part of what you said, or at least the first part I'm going to talk about is that I can't imagine Robert Kraft is happy with all of the wizardry that hasn't worked out that Bill Belichick was convincing everyone on. Oh no, Matt Patricia is the one who can take Mac Jones to the next level in year two. You're playing with fire and you're playing with someone's investment. That's someone's, you know, th- this is not a, 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 a hobby for Robert Kraft. This is his job. This is what makes him a ton of money on top of his other enterprises. But Bill Belichick trying to outsmart everyone else, including the owner, who we know they've had a terse relationship for years, and we don't know what their vision is for this team going forward. Does it align? There have been a lot of reports out there that these two might not be on the same page. I mean, hell, you can go back to when Seth Wickersham wrote his book detailing everything that was going on between that triangle of Brady, Belichick and Kraft and realizing you're walking away knowing that Kraft and Brady were more on the same page for a multitude of different reasons than all three being on the same page at the same time. So I could see it if if this is a situation now where the Patriots certainly are on the outside looking in of the NFL playoff picture at the moment. I mean, they can still get there. They're like right on the bubble at 7 and 8. They're third in the AFC East. If they make the postseason, maybe that makes this conversation null and void. But if they don't, and it's another year where Bill Belichick said, hey, Tom Brady doesn't need to be here. I can still make this thing run. It's about the team, not a specific player. And it doesn't work out for him. Then I think that Robert Kraft could very well move on from Bill Belichick and try to start over. Now, would it surprise me if Tom Brady ends up going back to New England to retire as a Patriot? No, because we know how revered he is there. We know what Robert Kraft thinks of him. Him pairing up with Sean Payton in order to do so, there would be some hoops to have to jump through, but I don't hate the idea because I think that it's all rooted in the fact, guys, that Bill Belichick might not be on a solid foundation controlling every facet of this organization as we have been led to believe. Look, I I understand what both of you are saying, but the notion that you would tell the greatest coach in the history of the NFL to walk away is crazy to me. Let me ask you a question. How many teams in the NFL would like to have Bill Belichick as their head coach? How many teams right now would trade whoever their head coach is for Bill Belichick? That number has to be 25 of the 32 teams would probably do that. The idea that you would look at someone who's won six titles for your organization and say, I need you to pack up and go away because I want this person who's won one title in New Orleans 
to me would be one of the most bizarre decisions of all time. Now, I agree with you. I think he got a little cocky with the Matt Patricia thing, but that's going to get remedied, I assume, Courtney. I don't. Is ass- it? I don't. I, yeah. Who, who's gonna it going to get remedied with? Is well, it going to get remedied because Brian. Sean I mean, Payton comes up there? Well, the report with Bill O'Brien, I think, is a report that would make a lot of sense to bring Bill O'Brien. That's also somebody who, at various points of his career, was able to kind of push back on Belichick, and he would listen. But I just – you couldn't – if you're Robert Kraft, Courtney, can you really let Bill Belichick go for any reason? I mean, he convinced him to let Tom Brady walk after the 2019 season. Well, but that was season. a salary. I mean, there was a salary component to that. There's money. Money's not an you. issue. There, money's not an know, issue to someone like Robert Kraft, and it shouldn't no, no, but be it's for a salary cap like this. Compo- it's a salary cap component for They your could team. have made it work, and there's a reason that a head coach is not often a GM, and he's the only one in the NFL that has that same sort of control. I think Robert Kraft's done with the charade. I think that, you know, the bid has run its course in that. The charade? If they, you think Belichick is a charade? If this thing doesn't get back on the tracks, I mean, they haven't won more than a while. They haven't gotten out of the wild card round since 2018. Yes, they won a Super Bowl that year, but that's the expectation up in New England, Matt, that they continue to do that year and year and year and year out. They haven't done that since Tom Brady was the quarterback of this team back in 2018. I'm just saying I think Robert Kraft looks at the situation, probably realizes he's given too much power to Bill Belichick, and if this thing continues the way it's going this year and Mac Jones doesn't look any more improved in these final two games, it's the owner who's going to have the choice to either move on or continue going this route. And I feel like he doesn't like when the wool's being pulled over his eyes, and that's happened far too many times the last three seasons then it hasn't. And if, you know, I, again, I don't think it will be easy to get Sean Payton and Tom Brady to the New England Patriots. There's plenty of other options that have, you know, openings for potentially a head coach and a, and a quarterback, Cardinals, Titans, maybe even the Raiders. Who knows what's going to happen with Josh McDaniel? I don't know if Mark Davis is going to want to pay two coaches, but crazier things have happened. The Colts are one. Potentially even the Panthers. I don't know. Maybe the Saints want to give it a look because Sean Payton's already under contract. Remember, they'd have to trade him away. But who knows at this point? I just think that it's not completely out of the realm of possibility because we've heard the rumors of Tom Brady wanting to return to New England throughout the season, and I don't know that I don't see a reunion with him and Belichick happening. So I'll put it out there: maybe maybe Evans on to something with a Sean Payton Brady combo in New England. Well, look, I, it wouldn't shock me if Tom Brady ends up in New England. I know that's very unlikely with with Belichick. I just don't know how. If you're an owner, I mean, some of the things you said right there, Courtney, like, well, he hasn't. You know, they haven't won a playoff game since 2018 when they won a Super Bowl. Okay, there have been three seasons since then, and they didn't win a Super Bowl in them, and then you get rid of the coach? And you Look, think Matt, that Robert Kraft is a patient person? I you think, think he's, that if, he, if he is going to be so impatient, to... if he's going to be so impatient that he fires coaches who don't win a Super Bowl every three years, then he's never going to be pleased ever again. He was blessed with the greatest coach and the greatest quarterback at the same time. That is not going to continue. That's never going to happen for him again. So, I, I mean, look, is it possible And if he has one more a- shot to do it again where he can team up and he sees a path towards a Super Bowl, I don't think you can rule out the possibility but of him Brady's wanting be to pull the strings to make that happen. He's going to be 46 old next year. He's going to be 46 years old. If you make a move to get rid of Bill Belichick, you're making a move saying, I've got to think about the future. Okay, you can't pair that up with a 46-year-old quarterback. Like, if you're going to do that – then you just need to move on completely from the old era altogether. At least well, that's if you believe like that to Tom Brady is completely washed and done and that if you 
that if an offense isn't catered to every single thing that he needs, that he can't function in it. Like, we've seen the weaknesses of what the scheme is. It's not just that there's a lot of injuries. It's the scheme in Tampa Bay. This should be a – he's a play-action quarterback at this point of his career, and that is not how they're playing to his strengths. So if you think that you can bring him with someone like Sean Payton, who is a revered offensive mind – we've talked about this – like – if you think that that's what he needs instead of being in an offense right now that just like refuses to do the logical thing in the way that it schemes its plays around its quarterback, then maybe you give it a shot. I really don't think that it's as far-fetched now that I'm talking myself into this even more. Like, Evan, I, I, I don't know if you heard this somewhere. Have you just been like sitting up late <laughs> at night thinking about this? Because it's eating you away thinking, man, how can we get Bill Belichick out of New England? But it's a good idea. The, I like it. Yeah, the oh. only thing Robert Kraft would have to sell is like he has to sell it to the fan base and the fan base is the fan base is already out on belichick that's how i thought it was all i see in new england up here is they are already out on bill belichick well you know what those people are idiots if they are out on bill belichick you've already already ran brady off run belichick off as well tell me about fan duel courtney I will tell you about FanDuel once I can pull up the read. And here you can, here it is. I've got it. NFL Wild Card Weekend. It's almost here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up with promo code PLAY, P-L-A-Y. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, so don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? It is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Matt Jones, Courtney Cronin. We want to let you know that ESPN Radio has you covered for bowl game action tonight. It's the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Always one of my favorites. I like my rates to not be in limbo. I like them guaranteed. And starting mortgage. at 930 tonight on ESPN Radio, you get Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. Wisconsin's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you got tonight, Courtney, Wisconsin or Oklahoma State? Let's go with the 
Four-point favorite, Wisconsin Badgers. New head coach, Wisconsin Badgers. What was that made, like four or five games into the season when they fired Paul Crest? Yes. Something like that. Luke Fickle says he's going to help tonight. I'm sure that'll be helpful. That's right here on ESPN Radio. Already today, Buffalo beat Georgia Southern in the Camellia Bowl, and Memphis leads Utah State in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl. That's what I've got on right now. That's a, probably a good game, right? Memphis and Utah State, two historic rivals such yeah, absolutely. as that. Absolutely. That's right. You can't, you throw out the records when they get on the field together. <laughs> well, we're going to be throwing out the records here soon for the playoffs because these the NFL playoffs will begin, and there's a lot of quarterbacks with big pedigrees going against each other. And I was thinking of Courtney Cronin. She covers the Bears. She covers the NFL. She knows it like the back of her hand. So I thought, Courtney, I want you to give me – the five quarterbacks you think are the most dangerous when it comes to the playoffs. Not necessarily the best, but the most dangerous quarterbacks in the playoffs. Let's get started. Who's at number five? Okay, so my list starts, and this is all quarterbacks that are currently in. They might bounce out, but these are quarterbacks that are currently slated to So not like might get in, they have to be in these are quarterbacks who who are already in, which is why I have Justin Herbert as number five on my list. And I know some of you were probably saying, well, he hasn't proven anything in the playoffs because he has hasn't gotten there yet well in spite of this team being up and down all season long their running game has been inconsistent and not great at best and their defense is carrying them I will say that of any wild card team right now they're the most dangerous because they haven't reached the full depth of their potential yet you've got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams healthy that's great for Joe Burrow Austin Eckler can do it all also great for Joe Burrow and good timing because on the offensive and defensive lines they could potentially get Rashawn Slater and Joey Bosa back so all of that said and I know I'm not just basing this off of yesterday because if you were looking at just yesterday you'd be like yeah he's kind of inconsistent especially throwing the interception didn't throw for a touchdown but Justin Herbert the arm talent that he has and when healthy how well he's performed number five for me no question. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I want to see on that stage. I want to see if he's able to rise to the occasion. I think he will be. I think he's the, got the most talent of any guy who hasn't had a playoff win yet. So I'm excited to watch that. Who's number four? Number four? I can't. Oh, wow. I know people are not going to love this because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers might bounce their way out of the playoffs if they lose to the Carolina Panthers this week and keep losing. But Tom Brady, can we, like – He's earned it until he hasn't. That's my rationale here for putting him number four. He's done as much as he can this year with a lot less than he's used to, including the scheme, including not having a healthy offensive line, including everything kind of going south in Tampa. But this guy has won a lot of Super Bowls. He's played in a lot of playoff games. Experience does matter at that stage of the postseason. So I can't say anybody other than Tom Brady deserves to be on my list at number four, considering what he's done, in spite of the fact that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are likely a first-round exit in this postseason. I would agree. Wait a minute, David, don't even go let me respond. You just can make, respond. cutting you me can off. Let, not you, but the producers there just playing their number, number three. Number three. Well, okay, well, here's what I'll say. I agree with Courtney so long as it's the last five or six minutes of the game. So far this year, in the last five or six minutes, when they go hurry up, he looks amazing. But in the 53 or 54 before that, not so much. But in the last five or six minutes, I'm with you, Courtney. I don't. I trust him. Now, go. I number need number three. three. Yeah, where's number three? Yeah. Number three. There, there we, we go. go. All right, Josh Allen. I had him this low on my list because I'm a little concerned about the turnovers. I thought 
saw him throw multiple picks in Chicago this past weekend. Yes, the Bills were able to lock up the AFC East, but the turnovers, especially where they happen, and I know one of them technically wasn't a red zone turnover because he threw the ball from the 23-yard line, but those are the moments where I cringe when I'm watching Josh Allen play. But he's still excellent. The elbow doesn't seem to be bothering him. He's got one of the most complete offenses around him. So he's number three for me. I think you could probably guess who my final two are, but I will go ahead and give you them after you react to my number three. <laughs> no, no one has more at stake than Josh Allen in this playoffs because the two guys I think are going to be ahead have already done it, and he hasn't. So I'm with you. What's next? Number two. Number two is the guy that Josh Allen will be facing on Monday Night Football in Week 17. Maybe, maybe somehow a, a preview to a game that we could see happen in the AFC Championship round between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. I do believe that that could be a scenario where that one would work out. Joe Burrow is incredible, and I go back to where they were last year. They started out as a wild card team. They do what so few wild card teams have done, going from playing wild card weekend all the way into the Super Bowl. And the tear that that team is on right now, Jamar Chase is hot. Their running game is hot. Their defense is coming alive. And Joe Burrow doing what he's done this season, like, it's just like, hey, like, don't worry about what happens in September and October. They may have a start where they're two and three or whatever it was this past year. It's so similar to what it was last season, Matt, that I'm not convinced that they don't just lock up the number one seed in the AFC by the time this whole thing is said and done in two weeks. No one's cooler than Joe Burrow, and we've seen him do it. We've seen him do it with a worse team than he has this year. So I'm with you. I think he's right there. What's number one? Number one. The most obvious answer of all answers, Patrick Mahomes. I know that they – there are people who are going to be like, well, Courtney, you don't have Joe, uh, Jalen Hurts in your list right now, and he's your MVP candidate. That is very true, but I haven't seen Jalen Hurts do what Patrick Mahomes do- has done in the postseason to this point. And I don't think, again, it's like a Brady argument where he has it until he doesn't. So I've got to give him that credence. He's made more with less. He's, they've changed what they've done offensively. He's shown that he can survive and thrive and more so than that without Tyreek Hill in that scheme. So I think Patrick Mahomes will forever until until he's not really be my number one quarterback, most dangerous threat in the postseason. We saw what happens when you give him 13 seconds. Need I say more? Yeah, I, I think that's an obvious one. Jalen Hurts, you know, maybe you could make a case for him there at number five. But in general, I got no problem with your top four. I mean, I think you hit the right ones. And I think if you Mahomes has got – Mahomes is going to have this top spot for the next seven or eight years. At least that's my guess. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. But we're going to also talk about what, where would we put Aaron Rodgers if the Packers get in? What about Lamar Jackson? What if he's healthy? Where is he on this list? We'll talk about some of the other guys who may make their way into the playoffs. That's next right here on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you miss Canton and Carlin?
It is Candy Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. We got the ESPN app, SiriusXM Channel 80, your smart speakers. You could say, play ESPN Radio. I got a smart speaker for Christmas. It's very exciting. I don't know how to work it yet, uh, Courtney, but I'm going to learn, and then I can just look at it and say, hey, play what I want, and as I understand it, we'll just start doing it. Isn't that how it works? You got to say, play ESPN Radio. And then the smart speaker will, you'll start hearing our voices coming out of it. And you'll be like, wait a second, is this Inception? And then you'll, then, then you'll have it on all, the, all day because you'd love to hear the sound of that. That's true. So if I say, like, right now, play ESPN Radio. Then I it's guess us. It, it's our, but we're already here, so I guess that wouldn't work. So I'll just say, play Jay-Z. I'm sorry for those of you that I just screwed up your radio listening, but that's the way it goes. The Dr. Pepper call-in line is 888-SAY-ESPN. I'm at a high school basketball tournament in Lexington right now. Lexington Catholic leads Christian Academy of Louisville 47-23. Not a very exciting game, sort of like the Monday night football game last night, uh, Courtney. And you believed in what you saw with Justin Herbert. You have him ranked as your fifth most dangerous quarterback going into playoffs. There are a couple guys, though, I want to ask you about. You set the standards as if they're already in. In the, in the postseason. Because somebody just asked me on social media, like, saying, well, Tom Brady's probably going to play his way out. And I think I prefaced that saying these are quarterbacks that whose, whose teams, they don't have to have clinched or not. They're just currently in the playoff picture. Let me ask you that. You, picture. He says he's, Tom Brady's going to play his way out. They played the Panthers Saturday, or Sunday, and for the most part, whoever wins will likely win the division. Do you – I mean, I, I feel like everyone is picking the Panthers. I, I'm on Brady. You give me Brady versus Sam Darnold for a chance to go to the playoffs? How am I not taking Brady? No, and, and that's where my logic lies in this. And it is cool that the NFC South might have some jockeying here going down the stretch of the season where it's not just going to be, you know, a, a team with a losing record or a team that just barely got its way into the postseason but somehow won its division because its division is so terrible, Matt. Um it makes it interesting, but, you know, I'm not all that concerned when Tom Brady is looking to reach his 14th consecutive postseason. That's a lot. Like, he That's last missed it in 2008. So, again, experience matters in the playoffs. Yes, has he thrown, like, multiple interceptions in three straight games? Sure. But we're not, like, people aren't freaking out about that nearly as much with with uh, Josh Allen as they are Tom Brady. So, again, I give Tom Brady some credence there. I think that the formula that the Panthers are going to have to ride is running the ball as effectively as they did with, against the Detroit Lions. I don't know if that's going to be enough, though, when Tom Brady, again, you said it, he goes into hurry-up mode, and he's a hero. If they can, if they can right their wrongs offensively, make him into a play-action quarterback the way that we know that he can succeed at this point of his career, then there's no, there's no telling like how far that Bucks team can go. Just so you know, Courtney, as I said, I met this game. There are two people that it seems like are about to get in a fight right in front of me. Oh, I can hear what, it. What I do I do? Can. What do I do if these two people get in a fight? Should I Ma'am, break it sir, up? I'm on a live national radio show right I don't now. Think that's Can you go work. take this to the other side okay. of the gym? That's what it I would say. Like, it looks like they have separated. There was a lot happening while you were talking. Those two people were about to fight, and there were two people that were two of the strangest-looking people I've ever seen that walked by at the same time. It was quite a scene. But I don't know if, if there had been a – these people have no idea that their near fight nearly got broadcast all over to the nation's radio airwaves, but they, have, they look to have dispersed. Let me ask you, though, equally as successful, equally as sort of talented as Aaron Rodgers, if he gets in to the playoffs, where are you putting him? 
I'd probably jockey my list around a little bit because they'd be the seventh seed, right? So what do they have to lose? If you're the Green Bay Packers, a team that just beat the Bears and the Rams in back-to-back weeks and then went down to Miami and beat the Dolphins, and all of a sudden there's buzz around this team. As Aaron Rodgers was talking about, things are looking up. But are they really, really looking up, or are they just looking up so you can get into the postseason, be a wild card team, and then just play with house money at that point? No one's expecting the Green Bay Packers to be a deep playoff contender this year, which is why Rodgers is so dangerous, because when the expectations are off this team, it's not like he's winning his third straight MVP or this team's finishing 13-3. and When the expectations are that high, they lose in the NFC Championship game like they did the last couple years. Now that there's really no expectations, I think you've got to put Aaron Rodgers at least four or five. I'd probably put him at five. I'd probably move Justin Herbert down a rung or two and expect, again, experience in the postseason matters. Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl, but he's been to a lot of playoff games and played in playoff weather and played on the road at that. So... I think that that would trump a lot of things, and he'd easily be my number five in my list. Maybe but he has I'd lost even move him to Brady. He has lost two of the last three years at home to Jimmy home. Garoppolo. True. To, so, so I mean, those are again. You know, but the expectations some, were on that team because they were thirteen and three in those. I years. know, but still, I mean, when you're down there, I mean, what is what I always would do in terms of ranking these is one minute to go. My team is up six, and they have the ball. Who do I think is going to beat me? Right? Mahomes, I'm already assuming I've lost at that point. Burrow, I feel like that. Brady, I feel like that. Do you still feel that way about Aaron Rodgers? I think you've got to. I think that that is, you know, at some point, all the stuff that he's had to mitigate this year because of the lack of talent and the weapons around him and just not being on the same page, at some point he's able to pull it together. And if it's one of those crunch time moments, we've seen that happen more times than not. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting. I hope they make it so that we can see if he's still got it. Now, how has this season impacted one quarterback's entire legacy as a player? That's how big it's been. We will tell you that next right here on ESPN Radio. Weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.